Hi, you're listening to It Happened to Me, a rare disease and medical challenges podcast. The mission of our podcast is to support you, our listeners, and to create community as you confront the toughest challenges in life. All of us will experience health hardships. The real question is how we adapt. That's the focus of It Happened to Me, which wants to help you overcome limitations and live a full and satisfying life. Drawing on their own health challenges, co-hosts Kathy Gildenhorn and Beth Glassman interview guests who share stories and research to help you succeed in the face of difficult health obstacles. It happened to me, I'm not alone, and neither are you. My name is Beth Glassman, and welcome to It Happened to Me, I'm Not Alone, and Neither Are You, a podcast about rare diseases and medical challenges. Today, we are going to talk about Wolfram a rare genetic disease characterized by diabetes, a loss of vision, deafness, bladder and bowel disorder. Kathy Gildenhorn is my co-host and the creator of the podcast and has recently been diagnosed with Wolfram's. Kathy, welcome and how are you? Thank you, I'm delighted to be here. And today I'm doing Beautifully. It's a lovely day. A little chilly, but a lovely day. Kathy, thank you for taking us on your Wolfram journey. When were you diagnosed with Wolfram? I was diagnosed with Wolfram right around 2019, November, right before the pandemic hit. And so by the time I got the um, results, I didn't really um, work on them or delve into it until I was a little more comfortable and the doctors were more comfortable with me going to the doctor. And how was the diagnosis made? The diagnosis uh, was a journey. I have been treated for 15 years with low tension glaucoma, but after numerous surgeries and uh, certain other procedures for my cataracts, they found a slight scratch on my retina, and somehow I fortuitously ended up at a world-class retina specialist who also was rare and genetic disease specialist. And because of that, I was starting to experience color and contrast issues, which are atypical of glaucoma. He knew that, but they're typical of the genetic optic neuropathy that you experience in Wolfram. So he did the genetic testing, which came back positive for Wolfram syndrome. And what are the other symptoms that you've experienced? I'm lucky. My biggest symptom has really been my optic atrophy, which um, is, is unlucky, but it's lucky in that there's so many other systematic symptoms and manifestations that come with Wolfram. I've had some sense of the urinary issues, some sense of the neurological issues, some sense of the um, diabetes issue in that I've been pre-diabetic for over 10 years. I've never been uh, jumped, made the leap, hopefully won't, to diabetes and had to take uh, any kind of medication or insulin or anything like that. But my manifestations were cross-sector enough that because it's such a rare disease, 
doctors other than um, Dr. Carey, who had who knew of Wolfram and knew what it involved, had never systematically put together any of my um, manifestations as a possible neurological syndrome, which Wolfram is a degenerative neurological syndrome. Kathy, is there a treatment for this disease? There right now is no treatment for this disease, but there are treatments for all the individual manifestations. For instance, diabetes, optic atrophy, deafness, um, any of the system-wide UTIs or any of the system-wide indicators of Wolfram can be treated individually uh, sleep apnea, any any of the neurological or um, other systematic manifestations can be treated that way, but not globally until there's some leaps in genetic work. Now, as you said, there's so few people that have been diagnosed with this disease. What is the stage of research at this point in time? That's a very interesting question. Only at this stage approximately 30,000 people globally have been diagnosed with Wolfram syndrome. Now, Wolfram syndrome has two, uh, well, several variants, but I'll talk about two. One is traditional Wolfram uh, appears in early, early childhood, uh, age two or so, with um, everything from diabetes, optic atrophy, deafness, um, bladder and, and um, bowel issues across the board, taste, smell, everything systematically. And unfortunately, many of the patients pass by their 30s. I have a very, even rarer than Wolfram itself, a very rare variant that is a more mild presentation with an adult onset. And um, my particular variant appears in primarily the Ashkenazi Jewish population. So the research that's going on is um, the the global Wolfram research. I'm not eligible to participate in the research studies right now because I'm not diabetic. And that is really one of the hallmarks of Wolfram. Um, But it's growing. And as they do, um, I won't be able to uh, register for some of those trials. But there is also some work going on for this Ashkenazi variant, and that I, I hope to be able to get in, plugged into. And my wonderful doctor at Washington University, Fumi Urano, is one of the world specialists on Wolfram, and he is a doctor, a neurologist, an uh, epidemiologist, I think it's called, whatever it is with all the uh, uh, hormones and everything and the um, things in your body. But he also is a researcher, and he's really doing a, a lot of the research I've read about. There's also researchers in the UK and various research going on uh, in uh, several places in the country. Kathy, maybe you should define the term Ashkenazi for our listeners. Of course. Ashkenazi are basically Eastern European Jewish populations that um, they don't live there now necessarily, although if they do, they're Ashkenazis, but that's where their 
ancestors have descended from, have come from when they were immigrating to this country or another country. Kathy, what is your particular prognosis? My prognosis is unknown. Uh, as far as I can tell, it's, uh, you never know. I, I can tell that my eyes are relatively stable, but mildly get worse. So glasses can only do so much for me. And at a certain point, they just don't, they're not built to be able to help optic nerve generated issues with clarity and things of that nature. But unfortunately, until there's CRISPR and genetic editing, um, there, there isn't much help for what you're experiencing in terms of the Wolfram gene. Now, you mentioned the term CRISPR, and I was going to bring that up to you. CRISPR, for our listeners, is what was used in our shots for COVID. This is the messenger RNA, where basically you take a scissor to the DNA track and you slice and dice out genetic malformating genes. And so with Wolfram, you have a rare recessive gene. That means that both your parents were carriers. Unbeknownst to them, both your parents were probably carriers. So do you, in your opinion, Kathy, would CRISPR be a possible treatment for it, Wolfram? It would. On the other hand, I've also heard about gene editing, which is a form of a genetic work that may be available a year or two faster than the CRISPR work will be. So both types, anything genetic, will assist with the um, gene that is in need of replacement, for lack of a better word. And it is something where I really do believe that you just have to have hope and faith in the future because there's almost very little alternative. Other than that, it'll be hard to get out of bed in the morning if I think, okay, I'm just going to get worse and worse throughout my life. This is something where I'm going to make every day count as much as I can. Well, that is my final question to you, Kathy. How are you dealing with the prognosis? It's, it's very funny. when It's an awful lot to process. But when I first got the diagnosis, I felt liberated. I felt like everything I was experiencing in my life wasn't my imagination, wasn't something I was being dramatic or uh, overreacting or anything. They were all connected. And everything that I had experienced in life, some can be directly connected as possible Wolfram and others you'll never know. I went through years of infertility treatments. That is something that could have be a manifestation of the Wolfram gene. I'll never know. So it's it's something where I just felt liberated in that everything I've experienced in my adulthood, I, I, all of a sudden I felt liberated. I felt like that's what it is. It explained my life. Kathy, can you share with us the strategies you are using to deal with the various manifestations of the disease? Um, yes, and that's something that I've uh, really learned a lot 
about my doctor when I went to St. Louis. My wonderful doctors there suggested that I develop a team. And I didn't quite understand how involved and how important that was. But arguably at the time I was given this advice, I didn't need to go see all these doctors for treatment as much as I needed to develop a relationship so that if this particular manifestation shows up, I'm not starting from scratch and spending a year trying to find a doctor, get an appointment, get a prognosis and and get a treatment. So what I did is I set up a, a chart in my office where I wrote down all the systematic manifestations that I was experiencing and then researched the best doctors either through the internet, through word of mouth, through other doctors, that I found the best specialists in each of those fields. And then I went to meet the doctors. I gave them my manifestation sheet that I created for Wolfram so that they would know how systematic it is, not how limited it is just to whatever their specialty was, and explained what Wolfram is as a neurodegenerative syndrome, and that I was attempting to develop a group of specialists for a team approach to help me look at things globally and system-wide throughout my body. And they, I'd say 90%, were absolutely thrilled to be on the team and were so just grateful for the education and the awareness that I was able to raise relative to a very rare genetic disease called Wolfram syndrome, which many of them had never heard of and were delighted to to help and assist in any way possible. So that's something that for people that do have a rare disease, whether genetic or not, I think it's important to look, ask your general for guidance, but think beyond the simple constructs of this specialist for this, that specialist for that, and your general for everything else. Because I think it's important to develop a team if you're experiencing any kind of systematic manifestations that could be connected globally within your body. Well, Kathy, I want to thank you for sharing your journey of Wolfram's with us. I think the most important thing that we learn in life is that life will throw us a curveball. We are going to experience a life or health challenge at some point in our life. And our hope is that this podcast will help you deal with that challenge. It's the ability to adapt to the challenge that marks the success and fulfillment and the betterment of life. So thank you for helping us learn from you. And I hope this was helpful for our listeners as well. In the meantime, be well. Thank you. Thank you, Beth. Thank you for listening to this episode of It Happened to Me. We encourage you to learn more at ithappentomepod.com. That's ithappentomepod.com. Please use the contact forum on our website to submit your guest suggestions, comments, questions, ideas, and feedback for the show. You can also email us directly at ithappentomepod at gmail.com. 
We would really appreciate it if you can leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast app, especially Spotify and Apple. This helps others in the rare disease and medical challenge community find us. It Happened to Me is created and co-hosted by Kathy Gildenhorn and Beth Glassman. Steve Holsenbach is our media engineer and co-producer. Ashlyn Anokian is our graphic designer. And I'm Kira Deneen from DNA Today. I'm the marketing lead and co-producer. And remember, it happened to me. I'm not alone and neither are you.